Thanks to Audible for supporting the instance. Get started with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500. I'm Ghostcrawler. I am totally off the leash, and you are listening to the instance. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the instance, episode 546 for January 25th, 2019. I'm Scott Johnson. Joined today. By the illustrious uh, Garrett Weinzerpel, all the way from Florida. What's going on, Garrett? Oh, you know, Scott. Just uh, I, I told Kyle last night because I'm, I'm going to Disney later. I have I have Disneyitis. Yeah, it, it's that feeling you get when you know you're about to go to Disney, and uh, you're just like, yeah, man, everything's cool. It's a good feeling, wanna... then. You're saying it feels good. Yeah, because Disneyitis doesn't seem like something you want to get, but apparently <laughs> it's quite <laughs> the positive. Yeah, Disneyitis, Patrick. Catch it. Yeah, catch it. It's the All hot. Right, it's the hot it. new wave of the future. Like senioritis, but you're about to go to Disney as opposed to you're about to be done with school. Yeah, I, I totally get that. You're getting trunky, is what you're saying. I, that's a phrase we used to use. We wanted to get out of school. We trunky? were feeling trunky. Yeah, and it meant your the the idea was that your trunk was packed and you're ready to go, and it's just a matter of time before you go, and you just you're okay. Trunky. Gotcha. I yeah. thought you were okay. I was I was like, is it a play on truancy? No, like you feel no. like being late? No. no, no. <laughs> No, you're close, but no cigar. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's exciting. When you go, make sure you you know enjoy the the thrills of Disney World. It's for your birthday, right? We should mention that, right? Ooh, happy! Right, it uh, was it yesterday, is. wasn't it? Yesterday, no, no, it's 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 today. Oh, it's today! It's happy today. birthday! I knew it's, that. It's today. Woo-hoo. Yeah, yeah, I knew yep. that. Congratulations as you f- venture further into your thirties. Yes, further into my thirties, mm. where when you spend twenty minutes in an attic, you Pay for it for three days after. Yeah. Hey, Patrick, do you remember those? The 30s? Do you remember those? Those were good. Oh, the sweet days of the 30s. Yeah. How far away they are now and how I miss them. I miss them terribly. <laughs> we used to think, I remember thinking they were, that meant you were old. And now that I'm in my late 40s, I look back and go, nope, I was wrong I mean, as rain. I should have been happier there. That was a great time to be in your 30s. I, th- I think it was BlizzCon. Go ahead. It's, I was going to say, I think, I think it was BlizzCon 2017 where I found out how old you are, Patrick, and I still don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know before? Yeah. No, I didn't. I assumed, oh, I don't wow. know, for some reason, I just assumed you were you were. So wait, make, make me feel better a little bit. Uh, how old did you think I was? I thought you were I'm, like I'm hoping it's good. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mid mid to late 30s. I thought you were like just just maybe just maybe knocking on the door of 40. Oh, he wishes. Nice. He Oh, yeah, yeah. I do wish. But uh, so, so, you know, I don't know if this is any, you know, we shouldn't talk about this on the show because it has nothing to do with Blizzard. But um, (laughs) you're going to do it anyway. (laughs) I'm going to do it anyway. Very, very quickly. Uh, I forgot what I wanted to say. So there you go. That's that's <laughs> oh wonderful. You're not there. Um, it was about age. It yeah. was something about how getting I, old. How ironic. Oh yeah, you yeah. No, I know. I know. Oh, okay. Like thirty, getting to thirty is completely fine. I didn't mind at all. Forty, it was like yeah, whatever. Mm. Getting to fifty because I'm forty-five for the people who don't know. Yeah. Um, getting to fifty is 
weird. It is weird. Because like 50 is really, it's really old. Like you're wearing old people's glasses. <laughs> you're, I don't know. 50 is weird. 50 is weird. But don't forget, 50 today, you'd be dead already if this is the 1800s. We'd be dead. In fact, in fact, <laughs> uh, Garrett would be close to dead. Because nobody lived past like <laughs> 35 was like the cap, man. Everybody was getting diphtheria and freaking weird warts and stuff and just dying left and right. And you'd have 20 kids, so you'd have enough to run the farm. Like, that's just how it was. Today, we live like 80-something, so we're good. We're only halfway. It's fine. Patrick, my My hope is that we live long enough that cloning gets to the point that after the three of us are gone... Uh, in like uh, you know, the year two thousand one hundred and seventy-five, right. our clones are still doing this show. Yeah, good point. Our our <laughs> our, our, our reserved consciousnesses will be uh, functioning I mean, in some giant server. I, I'd be I'd be up for it for mostly, but I think we'd need some kind of uh, uh, common decision and consensus to to clone Scott. Yeah. I feel like this is this is not something we are certain we want to unleash upon the world no don't enter this I'm lightly just, for sure I, I guarantee you yeah. that's something you don't want to just jump into but i was thinking the other day and then we'll get off this horrible subject of age um <laughs> and we're all doing it by the way i don't know if any like if you're 18 and you're thinking yeah you guys are old you're aging at the same rate we are you just don't know it yet so you'll either get there or you'll <laughs> die young which do you what do you which way do you want it do you want to get there or die young it's your choice anyway here's the thing what was i gonna say see i'm doing it too now <laughs> Uh, oh, oh! I know what I was going to say. If this was the 1800s, I'd be in a rocking chair. If I was still alive, I'd be in a rocking chair on some porch muttering to myself because three or four years ago, I uh, my family has a genetic condition where they get cataracts early in life. So in my early 40s, I had cataracts like an 80-year-old normally gets. I had them in my 40s. So uh, nowadays, you go in, they do a, a surgery thing, they grind up your lens and put in a fake robot one, and bam, you have great eyes for the rest of your life. You're good. Clear as a bell. In the 1800s, they didn't have any of that. So I would just be there with the, I'd be that guy with the white eyes, be all white, because uh, that's what happens to cataracts. You wouldn't see any pupils. I'd have long white hair and some sort of beard. I'd be rocking back and forth, predicting the, you know, the end times or whatever. That's what would mm. happen. Yep. I, I, uh, I would have, uh, I would have died in, I what? think, like first grade. I had a crazy uh, infection in my body. Ooh. And yeah, if it was, if it was the oh, olden geez. days, I'd yeah. be gone already. That's right. You already wouldn't even be here. So, just be over. So let's Never, just be. Y'all would have been. Uh, y'all would have been spared my my terrible opinions about World of Warcraft. There you go. Oh, what what horrible! Uh, I was going to say future, but actually it's present. <laughs> you're describing. But so essentially, Scott would have been a uh, Diablo character, is what you're saying. Yeah. And and I guess Garrett, you would have been a, a Diablo. Like you're also a Diablo character, but you're just like one of the villagers that dies when you're level two and you enter, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the yes. town. And, yeah. and yes. they're like, oh, yeah, totally. And you have to kill them again. Yeah, when I'd, I'd, I'd be one of those uh, corpses you walk by that doesn't get up. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be I'd be in a chair going Mephisto, perhaps the most evil of the prime. Evil. Like, it's all I would do. I just sit around. But like I have no chair. idea what he looks like. <laughs> and it would be extra weirded out. Because there's no Diablo in the 1800s. They don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, this has all been good and well and educational. But we have things we have to discuss today. And it all begins with this. World of Warcraft had a major week. A big week, you might say. We'll get to the Project CD Red guy higher in a minute. And what we think he's going to do, you guys. Just calm yourselves down. Don't worry. That comes up today in the show. But we got to talk about what's happening in WoW. 
the battle for Dazalazanar. I love that you're just as good as I hate the name of that thing, so I always get it wrong. It's out. It's open. It's open. The alliance is set to stage an attack on the heart of the Zandalari Empire in a bid to sever the ties of the Zandalari and the Horde. Yes, yes. Scott. Yes. Are, are are we going to spoil or are we a spoil-free we, we, zone? We Cause... can, I, I don't think, I mean. You're spoil. We're going to spoil, yes. Yeah, but I, I've managed to, to avoid it and I haven't seen any. Well, that's your problem. Get off the show. <laughs> I know, I know, I mean, I'm just I'm just asking. I'm saying there might be an argument. It's the first week that the raid has been up. I think it's it would be reasonable for people. I'm sorry, to- you go poke your head in the door. That's all you have to do. You don't even need to raid it. You can just dip a toe in and you get to see the cinematic. That's true. There's not much. Okay. There's not much to spoil. He's right. Yeah, but it's the first week. Some people don't go and play like the second. It's it's available and and they might i don't know i'm just def- we'll just warn them we'll just the say week and the i, I we get have it waited three months to see what the hell would happen with the bombs <laughs> alliance players have put on freaking boats yeah i mean three look months. patrick patrick is a man of the people i understand what he's saying <laughs> he wants to protect the 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 spoiler the people who are afraid of spoilers let's just say this if you log into the game you're going to just see this stuff uh i guess you'll see different things depending right. on which side you're on but Go. I would recommend going and seeing both cinematics uh, that have been presented. Um, one is a bigger deal than the other, in my opinion. Uh, okay, well, let's just we'll, we'll get to all that. We'll talk about that in a second. I do want to talk about some of the story bits because they are we are finally getting somewhere in some ways, and in other ways, it's just like okay, wait, we're not really. This could have been shown three months ago. Like it's not. We're not getting that much new stuff out of these stories yet. Okay, but there is new content to play. Uh, this is all happening. Horde players will begin the raid by defending against the invasion in the northern jungle of Zuldazar, which is absolutely uh, happening with hood up Jaina. Jaina's got her hood up. That means war mode is on. That's what I That's what I think happens. If uh, The rest of us have to go to our cities. We have to go to or- Orgrimmar or Stormwind and turn on war mode. I think Jaina just has to flip her hood up. And now she's in war mode. This should be the thing now, actually. If you turn on war mode in your alliance, you automatically get a hood display. And if you turn on war mode in on horde, you automatically hide your shoulders. Yeah. Like, that's how you know. Or, or your you know. arm turns b- dark blue. Mm, that uh, might, yeah. That might, sure. be a, that might be a spoiler coming up that's, here in a minute. That's, uh, oh, 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 it's, it's, I'm not done being cranky. Like, we have had no story <laughs> to talk about since the launch of this expansion. On this show, we have not talked about the story needle moving an inch for months. Yeah. And, and now we finally have like a tiny move of the story needle and we're not allowed to talk about it. We're totally allowed to talk about it. We're totally allowed to talk about it. But I, I, all I'm saying, okay, I, I will. Okay. No, I'll, I'll say something. Okay. Um, we can talk about it, but since I've been avoiding spoilers and I haven't seen any of it, <laughs> I feel like one of you two should do a, an epic recounting of both uh, cinematics and explain to me exactly what happens in your own way and voice and terms. All right. I'm um, going to let... Maybe I'm, maybe it's one of you can take one. And so that would make it, you know, worth it for me to to discover it in that way. Because here, here, I value the time I have with my friends. <laughs> All right. Here's the deal with, uh, with the, the, the alliance thing. Now... Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try yeah, to explain it. You have to recount it. it. I'm not going to recount like it. a retelling of the... Why? Because I'm just I'm going to give the bits I understand, and then I want Garrett, who knows more about what's happening on that side of the wackadoo, 
to tell me about why I'm wrong about some of these details, okay? Because I'm not really following the Alliance bits very much. I just, I'm just not. This is the way I play WoW. I'm a horde guy. That's what I do. So here, so here's what you're I, a horde guy who spends sixty dollars to get an alliance, who's <laughs> who's still sitting there not fully leveled. Yeah, exactly. It's the best sixty bucks I ever spent. So I did the same thing, dude. So here, it, oh, it frustrates the crap out of me that I did that. And and this isn't even the one. Everyone's like, wait, Scott, I thought you did it for a mage who was one oh eight and a half. No, that's a different mistake I made when I was in a fever dream. And that guy, by the way, that panda, that mage that I that I boosted with the free boost that comes, shouldn't call it a free boost, the boost that came with the expansion took him uh, in 106 degree fever, took him from 108.5 to 110. I went to Zoldazar, sat his ass down on the freaking uh, overlook there, the temple, and that's far as he got. <laughs> I haven't done anything else with him. He's just sitting there. What a waste. And then the 60 bucks I spent for the extra one for the Alliance guy, he's still sitting there. He's still hanging out in freaking ghost town doing nothing. Ah, <laughs> I suck. But anyway, the that point one, is... Uh, yeah, go yeah. ahead. I, I, no, ended up, I ended up power leveling everything else. Like I, all the stuff I didn't spend money on. I went back and did all of Legion content with the freaking Druid. What is Why? wrong with me? I don't know. I don't <sighs> know. I don't have an answer almost- for this. I can't explain it. I'm, something's wrong with me. It's almost like you can play this game the way you see fit and that there isn't a wrong way to play World of Warcraft. You know, you finally, you've unleashed my chains. I feel free as a bird now. I can fly away. You're, you and Ghostcrawler. <laughs> I'm totally off the leash now. All right, so from my understanding, uh, Tinker Toy Tibblebilts or whatever his freaking stupid name is, the little gnome you guys have over there. That's Gelbin. A chart. Gelbin Mechatork. That guy. He made, he, put, he planted bombs on a bunch of horde ships or something. What, what's his deal? Yeah, like uh, three months ago, at the end of the Alliance War campaign, they put bombs on our ships. Okay, so I was unaware of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes, you should be, honestly. If you have it, that's, it's working as intended. If you didn't play Alliance. Yeah, uh, I'm not supposed to know, and I didn't cheat and look. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I do feel maybe a single line should have maybe been in that cinematic of Gelbin being like, if the bombs the Alliance heroes put on these ships work we're going to win yeah. or something i don't know we needed something in there just to like clue in the the horde as to just why the hell all the ships blow up i really hate that little guy but anyway so but really let me tell you why I let love, me tell you why here's why because when jana starts talking to him she's being all serious like uh we gotta go do the thing and we're going to attack the at the horde where they live and zuba zaba zuba and she's getting all serious and everything and then she'll turn over and go Mecha talk. Uh, is your freaking stupid button ready? And it just, I can't take it seriously. This is a, it's like her talking to a little clown or something. It just doesn't work for me. I can't do gnomes. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Um, anyway, man, I thought I thought it was so well done. I thought the, 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 the they they to me I thought they rode the line really well of being true to the the gnomes being they're kind of adorable and silly. Yeah. Like that's the gnome's shtick, yeah, and yet still him. making it work in like this really serious, like Saving Private Ryan esque war scene. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I thought it was brilliant. Okay, like the, the way they animated Mechator, like he's he's bouncing. He's, oh, all that stuff's good. Don't get me wrong. On the technical level, they're killing it with these in-game yeah. stuff. Like that. Yeah, I team don't know. Is I I, so I, I really liked it a lot. The team's really good at that stuff. Now here's the here's the other question I have. This is totally dumb, and I shouldn't even ask it. What weird kind of wireless configuration do you have where you can remote detonate all of those bombs from another ship? Like what are what Wi-Fi freaking 
cl- uh, yeah, uh, a near band. It was right there. There's well, a satellite dish moving around in the at the top of the the device. Oh gosh, I hate all that stuff in WoW. I wish it didn't have as much of it. I know it's kind of fun and silly, but I don't know. Maybe I just I don't know. I like my sometimes I have my fantasy a little less goofball. You know, you don't you don't like uh, like siege engines and the the flying airships and I like those and and, and the, the the goblin shredders. You're not into that. No, I'm into those. Those are OK. I guess so. It, the line is just drawn at satellite <laughs> dishes and red buttons. <laughs> yeah. Remote uh, remote detonation technology in, in the Azeroth. Okay. Is not, I'm not cool All with right. it. Some kind I'm of just n- trying to find out where the tech line is for you. Some kind of near band WiMAX going on out in the ocean. Uh, it's just dumb. But anyway, whatever she says, launch your deal. And then when she's about to, a whole bunch of um, uh, Zandalari, uh, freaking flaming, uh, whatever those are, coming at them like rocket-looking units, and they're having to, you know, stop this barrage. And one of them hits right where Tinker Toy Dingledong is working on his button, and it leaves a giant, massive hole. And you think he's almost dead there for a minute. And that's all very good. It's all handled real well. Jaina has to put up her arm and create like a a mana shield. To stop yeah, she herself. does like a she does like a dope ass arcane barrier like block of this ballistic that lands on the ship. And yeah, it's so it's cool. really cool and it's very arcane looking and like you said, and it's just it's very badass. I always had it in my head that that should be a thing paladins should be able to do is like deflect an attack by like very quickly putting their bubble up. Yeah, like for years I don't know this has been a thing bouncing around my head that would be cool. Yeah. So I I was really excited to to see that. Right. So and then she uh. I can't remember how it all goes after that. Oh, you find out he's not dead. He scrambles around. He finds his freaking ColecoVision shitball button pusher unit. <laughs> and then he slams it down and boom, 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 boom. All the ships blow up, which is, looks great and is a big surprise to everybody, obviously, over on the other side. And and then Jaina pulls her hood up over her head. It goes into war mode and says, Alliance forward. And then then they go. So that's it. That's all. You, did I get it right? Did I miss anything? No, that's pretty much it. Patrick, did you get did you feel the, the, the breadth and heft of the story there as I told it? You didn't tell the story. You made <laughs> silly remarks about some of the things that were like part accessories in the story. Yeah. This is the worst possible way I could have experienced this thing that I've been <laughs> saving myself for. All right. No, fair, fair. Fair point. Now, I'm just gonna say. Even though I didn't go through every little story point, that's kind of my problem with the Alliance cinematic. There's really not a lot of uh, substance there. It's really just blow up those ships. Oops, we got delayed. Okay, now blow them up. Okay, cool. Now let's go. Like, that's the story on that side. I mean, to explain what happened, it's like boats explode and the Alliance make it to Dazar Lore. That's essentially the opening. Exactly, Um, which is a big deal, but it's not. I mean, it's just action. That's it. That's all. Oh, it but is. it's so cool. It's so freaking cool. That's it's what co- I no, see. it's cool. I'm not going to. Uh, listen, you'll get no argument from me. But on the Horde side, uh, with the uh, uh, King R- Rakatoon, what's his name? <laughs> Rastakhan. Uh, uh, you get a big bump. You know what? That one I kind of feel like I don't want to spoil because it, it that felt meaty and story-ish and, and like more to it than just some action. It was it, it was a long time coming, uh, for sure. I've been waiting for that particular boot to drop for a while, but it it, it, it it still to me it doesn't really drop. It's like a character finds out something. I've been waiting for that character to find out, and then the scene ends. And yeah. It's just like, ah. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. So Patrick, we'll, well, I'll just tell you briefly. All right. So King 
uh, hoopty. Well, okay, so down on the one of the lower levels of the temple, um, you got uh, Sylvanas's right hand man. What's his name? What's his name? The um, Thanos. The Thanos is down there, <clears throat> looking all evil and stuff like he always does. And he's down there hanging with uh, who's he with down there? I forgot who's with. Uh, he's with one of the uh, Zendalari, uh like high-ranking soldiers. I forget her name. Okay, so it's just a high-ranking uh, soldier. Somebody was there. Well, and she's wearing she's wearing a helmet. We're pretty sure she's the one you quest with out in uh, Valdun. But uh, in Valdun, she's got her pink mohawk. You know, yeah, flapping around. Uh, and, but in this one, she has a she has a helmet on. So we're not one hundred percent sure. So while you're down there, sure you hear the voice of uh, Talanji go, "Father!" And then you look up. Him, him, and Nathanos and Lady Pants look up to the cl- uh, cliff there, the thing overhang, and standing there is J- Lady Jaina Proudmore, who's just looking down all evil and stuff, you know. And then she starts walking away, and Nathanos goes, "Get to the king," and he says it in this very jittery, sort of shaky way. It's awesome. He's, you can tell his it's lip tense. quivers. It's such a nice little touch oh, in it's the so animation. Good. Those guys are killing it with these. Anyway, you rush up there. Talanji's uh, on the ground with her with her dying father. Um. He's like, I'm so sorry for what I'm, you know, what I'm about to, what I've done and what I'm about to do, but you don't know it. And then she, he grabs her arm and transfers whatever curse he deal he made with uh, Bwamsamdi. And then Bwamsamdi shows up awesome as ever going, hey, what does, hey, everybody, what's up, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. And then he just walks in like Kramer in an episode of Seinfeld. <laughs> And then he's like, you don't know about the deal he made. And she's like, no. And then she realizes, I mean, the, the enemy's at the gate. She's got to go fight. So there's no time to think about why her father just sent some goo energy up her arm. And her arm's all dark blue now. And uh, Bomb Zombie's having a real blast here. And uh, then it ends. So that's it. Patrick, do you feel caught up? Are you good? I'm watching the Alliance cinematic now. <laughs> I didn't listen to a word you said. Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> and it, it's it's kind of cool. Yeah, I it like cool. it. It is cool. Yeah, that's that's what we were saying. You should fantastic. watch it. Don't listen to us. You should watch it for real and then really enjoy it. And also the the that's one. what I've been saying since the beginning <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> but it was fun to recount it a little bit. It's a good time. But you didn't recount. <laughs> <laughs> I love how bad Patrick is, but he didn't watch the cinematics. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad you're finally catching up. Jeez. All right. And then uh, well, let's talk about the raid itself. There are a dozen new formidable boss encounters, including Jaina Proudmore, King Rakis, uh, R- uh, Rastakhan. I always want to say Rastakhan. Rastakhan. Uh, King, like, King, uh, Ra- King Riceroni. Riceroni is in there. Yep. And uh, Tortellini is his daughter. We'll keep all these names straight, everybody. Uh, anyway. Falange. Falange. Wait, no. Falange. Oh, Falange. Right. It's Falange like uh, Phoebe Buffet's alter ego. Yeah. Oh, look at you, a friend fan. Except, I didn't know that. I don't, of course. You're a friend. I don't know what that is. He's a friend of fa- he's a friend of fans. He's a fan of friends, the show Friends. Oh, that's why I don't know it. Because you don't oh. like friends at all. No, it's not well, that I don't like it. I just don't, maybe I just haven't maybe watched we're, it. We're getting back to the to the age thing. Uh he's a bit too young. <laughs> yeah, he we were know when the things. when the when I the cast you. of friends were, were were young uh twenties living in New York, single people. That's what Patrick and I, young twenties. Living I mean, in New I've York, seen, single people. I've right? seen Seinfeld all the way through like five times. I just haven't watched Friends. Oh, well, I, you know what? Let me tell well, you this. if you had, you'd know of a character called Phoebe 
who sometimes uh, impersonates another, well, a, a fictional character called Regina Falange. There you Falange. go. Falange. And, and you remember Falange like that. Yeah, well done. Ah. So, uh, Garrett, I would recommend, if you're going to watch it, remember this. The reason Seinfeld's one of the greatest things ever is they never got serious. They never took themselves seriously. So never was there a very special episode, or never was there a moment where everyone got all serious, or the audience went, oh, or any of that bull crap, right, that I hate in comedies, especially ones with laugh tracks and audiences. Friends is funny. It's like funny, 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 try to be serious, funny, funny, try to be serious, try to be serious, funny, 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 try to be serious. So if you can deal with that, then you'll you'll be all right. You should watch it. It, it doesn't try to be serious. It's a Ross and Rachel bullshit all the time. Just it's, we- it sucked. <laughs> What? Unless you want to hear me talk about Scrubs, I think she moved back to talking <laughs> about Oh, we could travel. talk about Scrubs. I, I mean, Scrubs, scrubs. I, I know. Okay, I, I anyway, scrubs. yes, World of Warcraft. Okay, World of Warcraft. <laughs> scrubs is great, by the way. Let's just throw that in there. Uh, all right, uh, so that's what's going on in there. Mythic uh, difficulty in Raid Finder Wing 1 will open as scheduled uh, January 29th, so we're a little ways off from that. Um, my old Raid team, I know, uh, the other night went in and took them two hours to get the first boss down, so... They're already banging their heads against it, but there's already been many world firsts. Well, a world first, and then a few others have followed them. And I didn't write down the guild name. Maybe they're not even a guild anymore because they're just cross-server people. I'm not actually sure about that, but uh, they did it. So we're already done with normal and heroic world firsts. If you want <clears throat> to make your uh, your attempt to get the mythic done, you're going to have to wait until the 29th. And for people like Patrick, who wants to do the LFR version only probably... I'm just kidding. It sounds like I'm throwing shade. I, I don't care how people play it. Uh, Ray, uh, Raid Finder uh, Wing 1 will open on the 29th, and you get the second wing on the 12th of February. Okay. Oh, and then th- uh, cool. Wing 3 is open on the 26th of February. So that's the plan. We are finally there. We are finally have some new content, and uh, we've talked a little bit about story. Let's highlight some of what happened in yesterday's Q&A with uh, Ian Hazakostas, who sat down with Laura, and they did their thing. Uh, by the way, they need better cameras and better uh, thumbnails for their videos. I'm just going to put that out there. It always catches them when, like, Laura's got one eye open and is kind of doing this like he's going to scratch something, and Ian looks like he's, like, checking an armpit out or something. It's They need to get, like, a nice graphic there. Just throwing it out there, wow, or a blizzard, just if you're listening. I know things are a little weird over there right now, but, you know, you can do it. All right. Anyway, what are we doing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The Q and A. The Q and A. Yes, here here are some big Questions takeaways. Questions and answers. Yes, here's some of the big uh, highlights for me. Anyway, it was actually not. I don't think all that great of a Q and A. It was pretty uh, stuff we either already knew or a lot of standard answers to a lot of things. Not that I was expecting much more than that, but there were a few highlights. Kultiran humans and Zandalari trolls arrive with eight point one point five. Now, originally the plan was they would be out by now. The reason they're not is twofold. They said it was story reasons. And also that the Kilterrans are hard to make and they take a lot longer because they are the whole, they're a whole new rig in the game as opposed to every other um, conversion or, or new uh, race type. You could take the, the Nightborn and, and it's based on the rig of the, of the Night Elves. Um, they're not Nightborn. What are they called? The something born? What are they? What's wrong with me? They're the Nightborn. What? Okay, it is the Nightborn. Yeah. Anyway, same rig as the Night Elves. So easy peasy, no no problem there. The other elves are just like uh, blood elves, so they're easy again. Uh, the forged troll dude or um, uh, dwarf guys, they're basically dwarves. So 
it's that's just a lot of skinning and a few extra spins here and there. But the Kulterans are weird shaped, brand new rig, not based on anything else in the game. And they say that took them longer, which I find interesting because I like how the sausage was made stuff. That's interesting to me when we hear but, about Blizzard things. Yes. Well, how, did they try at least a little to defend the fact that we've had like two brand new races with new skeletons in expansions in the past that came with launch? Uh, who were they? Remind me. Who, who'd we uh, get? Every other race ever before <laughs> before allied races. Well, so Blood Elves and Draenei at yeah. launch of Burning Crusade. Yeah. Goblins and Worgen at the launch of Cataclysm. Yeah. Well, maybe in this case, it's just that they were never the focus. I mean, I agree with you that I, I felt like I was sold a bill of goods in the early days that said one of the huge reasons this expansion is going to be rad is because we're in the cycle where you get a new race. That's usually what happens. Last time it was class. This time it's race. Yeah. Oh, and, and pandas for Pandaria as and, well. Yeah, exactly. And in this case, we got we didn't get that. We got promise of, of more later. I don't know. They didn't actually. I mean, they didn't address it, but I'm guessing they just got behind on it or I ask because I'm, I'm I'm kind of being facetious. I'm I'm very grumpy. This feels like something that should have been in the game at launch. Like, yeah. I don't. It's cool that we just need to finish the war campaign to unlock them. But it's like we've been fighting alongside these people since the first day of the expansion. We should have just been able to roll Kultirans and Zandalari right out the gate. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably right. I think that would have been better for them. I mean, you look. All you need is a little Disney World, and you're going to be fine. All this grumpiness will be gone when you. <laughs> it's the Magic Kingdom. It's the happiest place on earth. You're going to get down there and go, ah, crowds and people are crammed into tiny places. And why am I here? It'll be great. I'm excited for you. <laughs> Katsumi in the chat room says, fat human should be similar to pandas. I want to see Kulterans now with the short, stubby little legs that the Pandarans have. That would be hilarious. Uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, I I, uh, I mean, well, yeah, that's a, uh, Max Power makes a good point. Seems like the end of Legion, they were not wanting to put the resources into wholly new models, just rescans, and someone won the argument that they needed to be included. Maybe, maybe. I can see how that would happen in a workflow. Um, but the Kulterans are a different bag. You can't just skin them. But I really did think, I, 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 I mean, straight up, when, I, when, I, when this expansion was announced and its features were discussed, I thought I would, on day one, if I wanted to, could dork around with a Zandalari troll. I just did. That's how it sounded. Everything that they announced, I thought I, I could. And I also thought during that Legion space where we started to get wind of who the other the races in there were going to be, and we we're getting that stuff early, like the High Mountain uh, Torn and all that, I thought that that stuff, by the time this expansion rolled around, would just be accessible and not have to go back and do stupid stuff in Legion if you didn't do it before. I still am pissed about that. I think that was lame. I understand people who unlocked it are happy they unlocked it. I get it. I'm saying it shouldn't have ever been that in the first place. It just should be, oh, okay, well, here these guys are coming in the next expansion. That's exciting. Ooh, here they are now. Go play one if you want to make one. I don't know. Maybe I'm old-fashioned that way. Uh, where are we now? What are we looking at here? Oh, um, and then uh, they say, uh, let's see, here we go. Uh, I already read that. Oh, and no, ma oh, this is, I thought a big deal. He says no major class changes until the next expansion. So if you're expecting any kind of big rework other than, you know, tweaks here and balance changes there, little stuff, uh, no changes to, to classes until whatever the next expansion would be, which we would in theory hear about either. I guess it would be this BlizzCon if there was one, if there's an announcement, it would be at BlizzCon. Wouldn't there be, I guess it could be any time during the year, but 
Yeah, I mean, there's always a chance, like at a Gamescom or something. Mm-hmm. But they did that with Legion, right? Yeah, Legion was yeah. was yeah, Legion, uh, Legion. Gamescom. It was two days, yeah. two days after Nerdtacular 2015, where. Chris Metzen thought I was getting everybody in trouble because I had Liam O'Brien do a read for the video, and none of us knew it had anything to do with. Illinois. Oh, that's right! Yeah. I forgot about that. He was freaked out. He was like, "Dude, what do they know?" Like he really thought we were <laughs> scooping it. And I'm like, I, "We had no idea." And I don't think Liam. I'm not sure Liam, in retrospect, would do it again. <laughs> I think I think he hadn't put two and two together that it would be perceived as a not a leak, but you know, like a hint. Or whatever, but it was that was a fun moment in my life. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, so who knows? But uh, you're not going to get any changes. So, Patrick, all your desires for whatever your favorite class is that you want to see change right now, you're not going to get it until a new expansion. And even then, who knows if you will? What do you think of that? I wasn't listening. That's what, what I thought. I feel like you're on the point. Are you on the point? Who's on the point? Yes. Ah, oh, sweet. Who's winning? Anybody winning? You winning? Uh, the jury's still out. Patrick's playing Overwatch on the show, which I love. I love that you do that. I was, I don't have I was listening until like, but right now it's super tense. We're in overtime. Are we, are, are, we, was... are, are we bothering you, Patrick? <laughs> like, do, do you ask your question again? Are we I will interrupting you? I promise. <laughs> I will most likely answer if you ask man, again. Man, has a, don't you do another uh, podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Those icy veins. I know on that show he plays uh, Hearthstone the whole time. That's fine. <laughs> Hey, Patrick, it's funny you say or this all came up because because of you, I'm kind of back into Overwatch again, weirdly. And it's oh, all really? Because, yeah, it's all because two weeks ago when you played on the show, I thought, oh, yeah, I haven't been in there in a while. I should probably get in there again. So I'm kind of back into playing Overwatch because of you and what you're doing. So look at you making uh, Blizzard Evangelist till the end. Well done. Congratulations. You're welcome. Podcasters. Now, what was the question? I don't even remember. It was something. It, it, it was something it, it, good. The, the moment. The moment is gone, Patrick. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I feel like the moment is still there. <laughs> <laughs> the moment's there until uh, your team is in their victory poses and someone gets play of the game. All right. Yeah. Uh, and we won. Yeah, of course. Let's talk about this though, Patrick. You have to have thoughts on this guy. Blizzard hired a huge okay. get. I think. From Project CD Red. This is the story lead on much of the Witcher series and was the story lead on Cyberpunk 20... What's the year they give that game? 77. 27-7. 27-7. I didn't know that game was based on a tabletop game, by the way. I didn't know that. Did you guys what? know that? Yeah. You didn't know Cyberpunk? Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't at one point, and then I found out, and then I forgot again because I don't think it's that important of a detail. It's not. It's like The Witcher being based on books. I didn't know that when I played The Witcher the first time. Now I know. I'm sure they're good, but I didn't know they were based on books. So same same thing for me. Yeah. Uh, not that big a deal. But anyway, he has now left and uh, headed over to Blizzard. Uh, I'm going to give you his name, and let's see how I butcher it. Here we go, because he's a Polish dude. And so those names are always easy. Here it is. Sebastian, that part's easy. Oh, Variety, really? You're going to make me sit here for 10 seconds for an ad? This is fantastic. Hold on you can second. skip it. I know. Just hate it. Top right. Uh <laughs> No, I I know how the internet works. I got this. It's good. I got it. Okay. (laughs) His name is Sebastian Stepian, I think. I don't know. Uh, He has left the Polish game studio this year for a role as creative director for Blizzard Entertainment, according to a recent changes in the uh, developer's LinkedIn page spotted by a user. 
Uh, and then that got posted everywhere. Over a near 13-year career with CD Projekt Red, Stepien, or Stepien, however you say it, rose through the ranks. I think I looked it up yesterday. I think, I think it is Stepien. Is it Stepien? Okay. He uh, started out as a junior dialogue writer in 06 and then became lead story designer in 2010 after being promoted to creative director for Cyberpunk 2077 in 2013, which was well before we'd seen anything from that game other than rumors. Um, the Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, Witcher 2, Witcher 2, The Witcher Enhanced Edition, and the original The Witcher. Uh, he began with his new role at Blizzard in January 2019, so he's there now. It is very unclear, entirely unclear, what project he's currently working on, if any. If this is a more executive position, uh, you know, when Metzen left, he was head of all, what was it? Um, they had a term. Uh, creative, head, I guess. Creative something. Uh, some is franchise development. Creative pre- President of creative franchise development or something. Whatever it was. So he was kind of like creative guy over all franchises. And I'm not saying that's what his job is, but I'm saying it's possible. It's like one of those more executive upper echelon deals. Or it could just be uh, a game we don't know about yet. So let's let's pontificate here. Uh, Patrick, what do you think he's working on? Do you think it's a new game? Do you think it's an old game? Do you think it's a... What's this guy doing? I have no idea. But uh, yeah, it's, it's fun to speculate. I would... The thing that struck me is the fact that we don't usually have, I think, people who are super into story development at Blizzard. Or maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't think the story is usually the best, most important part of Blizzard games. Uh, I've often found it to be relatively weak. Uh, WoW might be the the exception in some uh, parts, but not in all. Mm. It's it's deep when you look into it further, but in the games themselves, I don't know. I feel it's not the kind of thing you need someone from, you know, who developed a super narrative-focused game like The Witcher. So, and of course, we know that they're working on Diablo 4. So I'm kind of wondering, are they going into the kind of uh, direction for Diablo 4 that would necessitate someone who's really good about writing stuff? Mm. I mean, it's totally, or maybe yeah. I'm guessing it's either that or another a completely different uh, game, like a new IP. Maybe it's an Overwatch-based game. I'm certain, given how little they have developed the story in Overwatch, um, like just s- straight up developing the story, uh, uh, you know, of the the universe and the game, it's all light touches, like it's been for a while, but. So I think there's definitely going to be another game in the franchise. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't there be? And maybe that's that's it. Maybe it's uh, Diablo 4. I'd be interested to see a Diablo 4 with a strong narrative focus because, I've, as we all agree, I think 3 was kind of crappy. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, yeah. I mean, I love 3, but not for its story. Not for the story. Yeah. It's it's. I love some character probably... stuff. There are beats in there I really like, but it's it's not like a really. Yeah, Which there's one? a few things. I mean, I it's mostly just iconic confrontations between Imperius and Tyrael, for example, or um the like all. I think the cutscenes are incredible in that game, and they're super cool and well, iconic moments. Yeah, but, but not story wise. No, no, right? no, no. That's what I'm saying. Is like. There are there are beats in the story where they illustrate them really well. Let's put it that way. Mm. I think Imperius is a great character. Yeah. I wouldn't say story wise it 
Oh no, they Reaper they have Soul is better. That's what I'm saying. They have great characters that they have not that they did not take in really great story directions, and that bums me out a little. There's plenty of work to do there they could do, but uh, Garrett, I'm curious what you think. You think uh, maybe we get a standalone RPG? Ooh, because that's what this guy makes. What do you think? What do you think? I mean, I certainly hope so. That's what I would like. <laughs> I would really like to to see some single player uh, at a Blizzard in the future. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, given the guy's back catalog of work, it could be anything. I mean, CD Projekt Red does fantasy and sci-fi, yeah. uh, and that's the gamut of what Blizzard covers. So I don't think there's like anything I'm like, oh, it's obvious he's working on this. Um, I think it's it's likely he could be working on the next Diablo game. Yeah. And it's uh, kind of helping out with the story over there because I'm um, with you. I think Diablo three was was pretty weak. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, I agree. Um, but yeah, I just it's hard for me not to just run away with what I hope was like I'd like to see a CD Projekt Red esque game oh from my Blizzard, gosh, dude. It just gets me so going to think, start thinking about it. So this is the other problem. <clears throat> I've been playing Vermintide two a lot uh, with friends, and it's fun and it's cool, and it makes me wish all RPGs looked like it, and that all uh, boss fights and raids felt like it. I know it's not the same world or game or any of that, but <clears throat> they've recreated the, some of that stuff in the most amazing detail. It's just really cool. But there's this there's this uh, uh, mission you run in that game where you enter what feels like a hyper-realistic version of what Orgrimmar would look like. It's got all the uh, traditional sort of orc spikes sticking out to be defenses for the gates and things like that. And the whole place just feels like an orc hellscape. It's awesome. And every time I play that game, I go, man, I want a game that looks like this what set this? in Warcraft. Vermintide 2. Vermintide 2. Oh, Vermintide. Gotcha. Warhammer. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't played it's it It's really all. cool. It's so cool, some of those places. By the way, that game is, it is a good game by itself. It is an incredible experience with friends. At the end of the day, it's kind of left for dead with leveling and loot. I get that. Um, that's all you had to tell me. All right, I'm interested in Vermintide. You now. should play Vermintide <laughs> too, then, because it's because that's exactly what it is. Um, you even have the special mobs that come and get you. Like, you know, there's equivalents to Left for Dead. The guy that would jump on you and pound on you and take shot him off. What was his? What are who's, who's oh, called? God, the jockey. Ja uh, yeah. Oh yeah. No, was it the jockey? No, he was the one to get on your head and make you run the other way. It's the one okay, that would yeah. leap so on you. Thinking of the uh, the guy in the hood. What were they called? Stalkers. Stalkers. That's it. There's an equivalent to kind of that. There's this ver there's this character type that does a similar thing. So there's stuff like that in the game as you play through, and then there's big boss battles at the end, and there's all this. But then there's also the loot and the progression. And the entire thing, at least visually and action-wise, makes me go, man, why is this not how I'm raiding in World of Warcraft? Why can't this be an MMO at some point? Or somebody figure out a way to meld this fidelity with with the with the games you know with with a game that i love like like warcraft or an mmo oh, it, it, yeah it would have to be a new game it would totally have to be uh, i i totally agree i mean that's not even what this game is it's just it just is so inspirational to see the detail in it and go that's warcraft if warcraft was not a cartoon it's hard I to mean, explain Ver, Ver, vermintide also like from what i've seen is a little uh a little lacking in its color palette uh, depends, um, on where you go. Of, depends on where you go. It's kind of like, a, I call them dirt games. Like, everything's brown. <laughs> like, that's dirt a good way games. of uh, characterizing Yeah, them. I like it. Dirt games. <laughs> like, like, you're, like, the first Gears of War. Like, it, it was like, this looks amazing. Of course it does. It's freaking black and white. <laughs> There's no color. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, no, it, um, it, it depends on where you're at in this thing. I, I would actually say there's a lot of variety, but it's usually variety between between levels. So like one level is very colorful, jungly thing, and the next one is this dirt, like you say. And then the other one is totally different than that. Like they do they do keep a lot of variety there, but it's not in the same run necessarily. But it's a really cool mm. it's a cool game. It you know, tons of people still playing it. It's a really beautiful PC game. But um my my point with that is uh, I see that and I just go, oh, Blizzard, can you just do some next Jenny? And then it always comes back to me. I want like a Warcraft single player focused. It can have multiplayer elements, but single player focused uh, Warcraft adventure in the vein of Skyrim or something. I would just, oh, I would poop myself. I would poop myself. Yeah. There would be poop in my pants, you guys. Yeah, to to me, it's like I don't know if you're looking to make money. It just seems like a license to print money. Yeah, making. making I mean, it does like that. It does, but I think I don't know. But maybe, but nobody's making multi. Everyone's a focus so much on multiplayer and freaking mobile now, and and Blizzard's well, like everything's got to be an esport. Yeah. Games as a service is that you can keep making money once you have people invested. So that's you know the 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 ones that are still doing uh, super ambitious single player experiences are more often than not the uh manufacturers console manufacturers and their exclusives so they have a you know it's kind of the the cost is a little bit offset um and, and i do want to say as well the fact that he was doing that at cd project everyone is like oh so blizzard is making the witcher warcraft like there's very little chance that the reason they got him was to make the exact same games he was making at CD Projekt. Mm -hmm. They're just, they need someone to write good story and he can do that. And also he's probably making a ton more money at, you know, at Blizzard in the US than he was, um, I think Bellular mentioned this, than he was in, um, in, in Poland. Yeah. So, that's worth mentioning as well. It, it might even be that he's completely copping out. He's like, have those great games. I want a lot of money and I'm going to get that at Blizzard because they need me and their games are not. I don't know. I'm. It's possible. It. Uh, it's possible. I, I, I think the next PC Diablo is going to be the closest thing we get to kind of what we're talking about here because i think it's right. going to take a but, page out of the book of things we've been seeing from games like destiny and the division mm -hmm. uh absolutely yeah, yeah. i know absolutely I know. but it's still going to be yeah it's still going to be a very uh multiplayer focused game i mean diablo oh, you can't totally. make it not multiplayer right well i right. mean you could but they won't though i, I agree with you guys 100 percent on that the thing is if you look at blizzard's lineup you go look at the launcher right now the most single player thing they make is diablo and that's got multiplayer all over it if you if you use those features. But it's the closest you're going to get to a single-player experience if you want one. Yeah, you can play through WoW a lot. That's, you know, a lot of single-player. I understand that. But as a standalone sort of packaged game, that game still is the only thing in their lineup that feels that way to me. Everything else is multiplayer-focused. And I just don't well, yeah. see them shifting back and going, well, what if we did a purely... I mean, it could have co-op. It could have other stuff. I would just love it though. I just don't know if the money's there anymore and the numbers they need for for those kind of games. It really bums me yeah, out to even say and, it. And if I were, I mean, as much as I would like that, I mean, I think my dream game is something that's kind of in the vein of like, like you said, like a Skyrim. But I want to be able to play with my friends. I'm not sure I want it to be massive 
like a like a full on MMO, mm-hmm. but maybe something more like a Diablo or a Destiny, where you're with a small group and you head out into a large world. Yeah, I, 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 um, I think I'm with you on that. And also, I'd don't, really like to see Blizzard spin on that. If they if the guy's coming fresh from a very sci fi point of view, and this is where his strengths have been for the last six years, maybe StarCraft Two finally gets a something. You know, finally gets a gets a deal. Yeah, StarCraft Two is single player kill mark. You make a good point. But it's also they want you in multiplayer. Over yeah, there. that's very old school though. Like yeah. doing RTS. I mean that that is like the oldest of old school Blizzard. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. Do you think we're ever going to see another like RTS campaign out no. of Blizzard? No. I mean they might I find keep, it. They might keep adding things like they have been doing the hero pack stuff or whatever. It's the hero campaigns for for the game. But I don't think they're. I don't. I don't think we live in a world anymore in a, in a post mobile world where anyone makes like you're gonna have lots of little side ones. Like I just picked up Warhammer 40k. Uh, what's it called? Gothic Armada 2, which is uh, it's an RTS. It's set in space. It's super rad. Big giant ships doing all kinds of nasty in space. It's fantastic, but it's very niche, and that's how this stuff's gonna be forever. Like RTS isn't dead. But I don't think it's ever flagship giant studio. Here's our new RTS game. I just don't think it happens. No. No, we're we're past so that, which bums me out a little just because I think there's some there's fun to be had. And maybe there's a resurgence at some point. But I think that resurgence was StarCraft 2. I think that was your chance. And they and they it did great. It did great and lost interest a little bit over time. But that was in conjunction with the with the rise of MOBAs and you know, Blizzard Blizzard backed back to particular donkey. <laughs> And uh, decided not to back the other donkey, and the other donkey took over in that space. So what are you going to do? All right. Well, we'll see. We don't know what he's going to do. We'll find out soon enough. Well, well, well. It's that time again to talk about our friends at Audible. There has never been a better time to start listening on Audible. Listen on any device, anytime, anywhere, at home, at the gym, on your commute, or just on the go, whatever it is you're doing. You'll also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges, rollover credits, and an audio library book, or excuse me, an audiobook library, rather, that you can keep forever, even if you cancel your account. Just go to audible.com slash wow, or text wow to 500-500, and uh, browse their unmatched selection of audio content, and listen for a change. Aww. There's no better place to listen than Audible because now Audible members get even more exclusive audio fitness programs, audiobooks, Audible Originals, and more. And now with Audible Originals, you can experience even more custom content made exclusively for Audible members. I love Audible. It is how I read the last Warcraft book. That's how you should read them because it's a great way to do it. With Audible, you get access to an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, thrillers, memoirs, and most importantly to me, science fiction and fantasy. Mmm, can't get me enough of that. Every month, as an Audible member, you get one credit good for any audiobook you choose, plus two Audible originals from a changing selection, so you can uh, you just can't get those anywhere else. I mean, this is the place. Audible members also get access to audio fitness and health workouts, to begin your year on the right foot. It's January, everybody. Get out there. Get it going. Get started today with a 30-day trial when you go to audible.com slash wow or text wow to 500-500. Audible, the most inspiring minds, the most compelling stories, the best place to listen. 
There we go. I know how to push buttons. I've won awards for this. Hey, check it out. Uh, what's going on around Blizzard? Hearthstone? What's happening? Anything? Just cards? That's it? Just cards? We, uh, we got a rank play update. Oh, good. How's that working for everybody? They are, they, they are drastically reducing the amount of stars you need to get to uh, move between uh, ranks. So uh, one, uh, there was a point where they made them all five stars. Like yeah. There's five stars in every rank from rank 50 to legend rank. There's five stars for each rank. Uh, now rank 50 through 16 is only going to need three stars uh, to move through. Uh, 15 through 11 are down to four stars. And then once you hit 10, it's now you're back to the normal five stars per rank. So well, you're going to be able to climb quicker. I, that sounds like an improvement to the video game I've not been playing. So there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Heroes is still Heroes. There's not a lot of news going on. We're a couple weeks past the release of Imperius. I feel like nobody's talking about him, but uh, you know he's there doing his thing. Oh, we got a giant patch. Wednesday. Huge patch, but all, but all small stuff. It's like tweak here and tweak there. I had this theory on Core that maybe this patch was the beginning of them setting the stage for a refocus on the game in a way that that you know forgets a little bit about high level pro play and just focuses on what they want to make and not just constantly counterbalancing and balancing all day um and that this lays the groundwork for that it's a nice flat little many heroes affected very small simple ways kind of thing happening but i, I there's probably nothing to that that's just me being wishful thinking about it i don't know but heroes still in a weird place we're, we're kind of in a holding pattern. We need to see what they do. Like Blizzard has, Blizzard has a little bit to prove in terms of their will. Um, you know, post the announcement of HCC going away and then pulling back from the game a little bit, but then them saying, "Hey, this is a new chance for us to refocus our efforts on this game and make the game we want to make." Well, I, we need to see some of that. And I don't know what that is yet. So, uh, it's, it, we're I think we're waiting for the the merge of Hero League and Team League, which we knew was coming. Yeah. And I was expecting to take a decent amount of time anyway. So I, I honestly, I don't see this little bit of, of quiet time here in January uh, as as a big deal. Um, because I, I also like to point out to everyone that usually over the holidays, we don't see anything from Heroes. And we yeah. got a new hero and I believe two patches over the holiday break. It's true. It's a lot more than we usually get. It is absolutely true. Uh, Overwatch got a bunch of ch the new uh, Chinese New Year skins things they always do for this holiday and they all are rad as always so if you're into that and you're skin hunting it's, it's that time of year baby it started yesterday and, just uh, stay on the point yeah stay on the point stay no matter what point. you do that's what you have to do uh, Diablo season 16 started and uh, there's some nice stuff in there if you dig deep if you want to go look at what that includes it's actually a, a bit more than your usual season mostly in the form of old sets being tweaked and having like colossally buffed stuff happen so uh, well there's that and there's the fact that the um the the buff for the season is the the it's the season of grandeur so essentially you have the passive effect of uh the ring of royal grandeur always active yeah. which is very different from the previous seasons because in previous seasons it was like you get more stuff from goblins or you get more stuff from bounties and here it's actually changing the way uh to an extent the way you play the game and a lot of people have it on switch and so that's a good reason to get into it oh i didn't even thought about that yeah they're getting their seasons over there as well mm -hmm. uh lobster shaver says when's the last time i play overwatch yesterday lobster shaver i've been playing it again we must not have been here earlier when i said that i like overwatch overwatch is great i just kind of took a break that's all 
Um, I, you know, I killed it, dude. I took some junk rap business uh, out into the world and just destroyed fools. Also, uh, Brigitte or Brigette or Briquette or whatever the hell her name is, she's still broken. Brigitte. Yeah, she's still Brigitta. freaking OP and busted. Okay? She just is. No, she isn't. She isn't. Mm. No, she was nerfed, and now she's a good healer, but not as... You just shouldn't stay too close to her. Maybe that's your problem. Yeah, I get too close. I'm attracted to her. What can I tell you? That that is understandable. Uh, that's the end of that. Hey, how about we do one of these right here? Whoops, right here. Hear ye, hear ye! Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> Time for the town crier. That's an email. That's what that is. And you guys send them in to us at the instance at gmail.com. We got one from Almighty Cow. I love it. <laughs> All should bow down to Almighty Cow. Uh. His uh, subject line was the slash whistle removal. Hmm. Controversial we, that was. Are we freaking back on this, really? Yeah, check it out. Check it out, dude. We're going to dig this corpse back up, reanimate it, and then put him back in the grave. It says this. Hey, Instance Crew. Just wanted to start out by saying that everything you guys said about the cat calling a couple episodes ago was dead on. On the flip side of that, my wife and I play WoW together and, and love the slash flirting and slash whistling at each other throughout our play session. And we're very disappointed that they changed the slash whistle. It's obviously not the end of the world of Warcraft, uh, nor a big deal at all. Just wanted to point out that it wasn't all objectifying women, uh, and that there was some that was being, or there was some fun being had with it. Thanks a ton. Love the show, Almighty Cow. I mean, yeah, there's there are cases, right? Like, there, there, you're you're playing with your wife, and she's playing with you, and you whistle at her. Ha ha! That's a funny flirty unit deal we just had there, honey. Wasn't that great? Let's go do it, <laughs> you know, or whatever. I don't know, but <laughs> that's probably how it goes. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's definitely <laughs> that's how it goes, right? I have that nail. I nailed that. So uh, I guess what I'm saying is I agree with him across the board here. Yes, there were innocuous uses of it. Yes, it's not the end of the world. And that's that's pretty much it. So thanks for the email that we all agree with. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing to there's nothing there to like dis- disagree with. He's like, I, I, all I can say is I did that too. Yeah, yeah. Katie and I would would whistle all the time. Yeah, I never Although used Katie, it. I swear to God, Katie had the the slash no like hotkey though because she would always hit back real fast with the no. Mm. I do this thing uh, in the game that I still do. My hunter who has not have ma- hasn't had mana since what Wrath of the Lich King at the end of that. I think, yeah. Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. Cataclysm hasn't, yeah. Cataclysm 40 hasn't had mana, but he still can do the slash OOM, which is out of mana. So I do it all the time. Like, we'll finish a fight in a thing, and I'll go, and it's, again, the hunter who's now got energy. It's got nothing to do with mana. I'll type slash OOM, and he'll go, I need mana. My mana is low. I'm out of mana. Like, all of those lines. It's fantastic. I love spamming that. Because it makes no sense. I feel like this... This would become like some kind of coded racist language for some reason on the internet. Like people who say I'm out of mana when they don't actually have mana are meaning some horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, they'll I don't figure know. it out. I'm, I'm, no, they'll figure it they, out. You're right. They'll take any innocent thing and turn it into whatever. So you're, I puzzle. But until then, enjoy it. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm puzzled, Patrick. I don't follow at all. No, it would, like, it would start on uh, 4chan. Somebody on 4chan would go, Yeah, exactly. Hey, you know what we should do? We should make people think that t- doing slash OOM means this. And then it would start to spread. And then before you know it, some national freaking Newsweek.com's reporting uh, kids today are using a new form of uh, signaling racist <laughs> overtones to each other with slash OOM. Let's 
Talk to Francis they, McGinney for more. Like, it's that's what it. <laughs> they aren't because they're not playing World of Warcraft. They're playing Fortnite. Yeah, that's a good point. That's true. It's a good point. That's their chat room and everything now. You know, that's where everyone goes to be and live and stay. All the kids. I feel like I, it's, it's World of Warcraft. World, World of Warcraft is the video game retirement for <laughs> all of us. All of us. Well, again, we are. For in our forties and and thirties and fifties. Yeah, I'm glad we brought it back around to that topic. It's such a we fun got, one. We uh, got we got three big decades all all covered here. Someone in the chat would like to know if you're playing uh, Magic: The Gathering Arena or not. Are you playing? Uh, it? I did a bit over the holidays. I really liked it. I just don't have enough time. No bandwidth for an additional. I, 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 Kyle and I were talking about this on the after after into the Nexus last night, and I said, you know, if 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 uh, Jalen Bragg did go up and like pull just pull the switch and be like, that's it, Heroes is dead. And yeah. suddenly I had this big void of game time. I'm pretty sure Magic Arena is where I would go. It's It seems cool. Like they're, um, I don't know, it's ironic because they're, they're, the mo- they're getting a lot of talk and chatter right now. And they were the ones that suffered the most from not having a strong presence in a digital forum. Their original Magic the Gathering itera- uh, iterations for computer were terrible. They were awful. Um, and to have this come full circle and have them putting out a a quality magic experience for magic fans is kind of cool. To, to me, it, it reminds me of like when Guild Wars 2 came out uh, and its relationship to World of Warcraft mm. because up until then, it was everyone yelling, I'm going to be a WoW killer and they never were. Yeah. It never happened and that was happening for a while with Hearthstone. You had Gwent come out. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. You had all these other extraneous wasn't there an Elder Scrolls card game? I can't remember the name of. That's yeah, how much no one cared about it. It's still going. It's called Elder Scrolls Legends, and I I know it has its fans, but I don't think it did. It didn't crack what it was trying to crack. Right, like not even close. Yeah. Um, so and then that's you know we saw the same thing happen with with World of Warcraft. And I even enjoyed quite a few of those MMOs. I really enjoyed Tor. I, I had a good time with Rift. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they were far from like taking out world of warcraft and i think that's what we're seeing with hearthstone like yeah. uh you had all these other card games come out some were fine you know it's, it's nothing against them but they didn't they didn't unseat hearthstone yeah and now uh and so i'm kind of looking at magic like oh it's like go wars 2 it's like it's just really good yeah it's just really it's, strong and it's and it will probably continue to be and it'll have enough of a fan base like guild wars 2 that'll stick around and do good stuff and I mean, yeah, I would say ESO to a to a degree. ESO has gotten really strong. I like that MMO a lot. But. Yeah, yeah. Really, Artifact is the one that's just puzzling. I, I thought it was going to come and rock the world, and nobody cares. Nobody's playing Artifact. Like, what? That it's, must uh, suck, man. Like, for to be that. What's his name? Richard Garfield. Is that his name? The creator of Magic, and then he made that too for Valve. I can't remember his uh, name. Is it Richard Garfield? His Whatever his name is. But just imagine how he must feel right now. Like nobody is playing your new game over there. Like nobody, like Artifact went from like all the talk to like zip zap. I, I think it's going to be one of those games, like almost like Rainbow it's, Six Siege. I think in a year we're going to be like, oh crap, everyone really likes this game. Oh, and yeah. Siege it's, was. It's going to need to go free to play. That's yeah. a huge issue. Well, it is free it's, to play. You have just to pay you, for it. You mean the. No, you have to no, pay it isn't. for it. You have, to, you, have to pay, you have to buy it for $20 just to get in the door. Oh, F yeah, that. And man. then you have to buy more stuff and cards and stuff. Yeah, F that. I don't want to do that. Yeah, it is, it's <laughs> not a That's the reaction of a lot of people. That's for potato heads. I'm not doing that. <laughs> well, well, at least in Magic, when I when I spend money, I get to keep cards. Well, like, what was Valve thinking, you guys? They know free to play better than anybody with all their experience with freaking. It's very strange. Dota and everything, it's especially very with Hearthstone as the free to play alternative. Yes, yeah. I don't know. Very odd. All right, well, dummies. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, what are you going to do? Thanks, Almighty Cow, for your email. The instance at gmail.com is that address. Don't forget, if you are looking for more Garrett in your life, go to amove.tv. Anything happening there you want people to be aware of at the moment? Uh, as always, I'd like folks to go check out my solo show because I, I do more WoW talk over there. It's uh, R2-T2 is yep. how you can find it. And uh, I'm just sprucing that up. And then also, uh, go check out my graphic design portfolio. I finally updated it. Oh. It's at nomoonart.com. No nice. That means there'll be no images of anyone mooning anybody over there. I can guarantee it, unless someone between me saying that and and you going and looking at the website hacks my website and puts butts on uh, it. Oh, praise Yogg-Saron. That makes me very happy to hear that. I don't want to see any butts. Uh, well, that's fantastic. Uh, Patrick, of course, over at frenchspin.com. What's going on, Patrick? Anything cool people should see or look at? Uh, I guess uh, Pixels is a video game show that you might enjoy where we talk about the wonderful world of gaming um and uh the Phineas club is also cool where we talk about the actual world which is maybe not so wonderful but at least we try to understand it yeah it's a good show that's uh, if you're feeling politically uh it's like it's like eating your greens you might not like doing it but you feel better afterwards yeah it gives it gives you a good poo you have a good poo from it that's right? Not exactly where I was going. Well, it's sure. fiber. It's bul It's a good bulking agent. You just have a better poo. I mean, look, we're here for the 40s and the 30s people who are going to start <laughs> have to worry about their poo. So good luck to you. All right. Uh, also, uh, from my end of things, you can check out the show at theinstance.net. And as always, frogpants.com has got all kinds of other stuff, including other shows like this. If you are interested in the pantheon of podcasts available there, well, gosh darn it, it's it's time to go check it out. Um, I also do some video game streams and some other stuff right here at frogpants.tv. So you can check that schedule there. Uh, that's it. Instant show on Twitter. Garrett Art, of course, on Twitter. You can also find Patrick at not Patrick. And as always, uh, what else? Is that all? That's it. That's everything. We haven't heard from Terpster in a while, but he's been busy. Busy, busy boy. Maybe we'll get some kind of lore thing happening soon. We'll do a little side thing. And then new Chris Metzen episode coming up soon as well. So watch for that. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Patrick, and for Garrett. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. See you. Unusual rule of war leads to alliance arrest. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. As the Horde and Alliance struggle for control over both Zandalar and Kul Tiras, adventurers from both sides have swarmed to areas of concentrated combat. Unlike early in the campaign when it was rare to see the opposite faction unless you went looking for them, these invasions cram hundreds of combatants into one area for seven hours. However, given the rolling window that these invasions adhere to, adventurers often find themselves scrambling to complete their missions before time runs out. This was the situation faced by Barter Scragglebeard last Tuesday, when he got stuck in traffic coming home from work and logged in with only 30 minutes left on the clock. He had just completed the four quests in Drusfar with ten minutes left when disaster struck. The power went out in his neighborhood. Being a resourceful dwarf, he quickly logged in via laptop and cellular hotspot and was able to finish the final mission. But when he went to turn in the quest, he discovered the Boralus constable was waiting for him and he was placed under arrest. Apparently, the Boralus Tinkers Guild owns a monopoly on using electrical power storage devices in any fighting on Kul Tiras, and Barter's use of his laptop put him in violation. And so, instead of gaining a piece of 370 gear, the unfortunate dwarf found himself stuck in the Boralus stockade. The charge, assault, and battery.
Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Please use before date on top of Buxley. Buxley here to answer your World of Warcraft questions in this edition of Ask Buxley. This question is about cooking. Barfalong asks, Buxley, there are so many recipes out there. Where did they all come from? Many recipes were handed down from generation to generation, even the really terrible ones. It's tradition, you know. And even within each faction, each race has their own specialties, which are also handed down. You want beer? Ask a dwarf. They've probably forgotten more about beer than most people know. Gnomes that are terrible at skydiving make excellent pancakes. And night elves? Hmm, well, let's just say things have gotten a lot better from the very early night elf days. They don't talk about it much now, but stick was considered a great delicacy. That's right, stick, as in don't point that stick at me. That kind of stick. It was popular for many years. And then came cooked stick. I could go on, but things are a lot better now. Now they have salads. I know that's just leaves, but at least it's not on a cooked stick. Anyway, all recipes you know have been created by famous chefs from many different regions. That blonde spiky-haired dude, Guy Fiery, the host of Dungeons, Driveovers, and Dives, he created many interesting things. Gorgon Ramsay comes up with some pretty good dishes too, which are enjoyable if you can get past all the yelling he does. And Bobby Flay, you alive? That famous orc chef will even challenge you to a cooking contest. Be careful, though. If you lose, the consequences are pretty grim. Thanks for your question! If you'd like to know what I've been up to every day, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. If you like the segment, please take the time and rate it on iTunes. Time is money, friend! This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.